Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time as we are talking week 14 in the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce, and joining me today is Craig Needles. How the heck are you, Craig? Doing well. All right, great to have you back. Uh, Bill's not with us this week. He was uh, super busy. Quite frankly, I think he's ducking uh, the Lions-Vikings talk for this week, Craig, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Now we miss Bill, and uh, we'll, we'll tweet out his picks later later on once we get him, but uh, we'll, we'll hopefully he'll be back next week. Um, so you and I are, are uh, 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 twosome t- this week. Uh, Thursday night... <laughs> While I didn't care for the ending of that, based purely on the uh, the, the standing of the Detroit Lions draft pick, which went from uh, uh, three and potential number two down to number four, so I'm not too happy about that. And and uh, a spot that was easily easily avoidable. I don't like. I, I I'm still uh, stunned. Absolutely stunned at how the Raiders managed to, to cough up that game. And I was talking to you. I was talking to my brother pregame. I was tweeting it out. I was saying, I like the Rams on the money line. I like the Rams on the money line. And then all of a sudden, two hours before the game, all of the Sharps are on the Raiders. And I'm like, why are they all the Sharps on the Raiders all of a sudden? And then about a half hour after that, you know, and that made me nervous. About a half hour after that, all the stuff trickled in that, Oh, Wolford's got a neck injury, and he's going to be a game-time decision. And if he is, Baker Mayfield's getting all the snaps, and Baker Mayfield's been a part of this team for less than 48 hours. And I'm like, well, that's not good. So I definitely bailed on my my Rams money line bet money or uh, bets that I had made, and I ate the cost on that. Luckily, I bet on the under for that game, <laughs> so I, I made a little bit of it back. But definitely uh, lost a little on the cash out juice there, Craig, on the uh, on the Rams once I found out. Uh, Baker Mayfield was probably going to be starting this game, and he technically didn't start, but Wolford was uh, not long for the game with the neck injury. Uh, yeah, I just... Bad one. For me, it came down, I said this to you before the game started. This Raiders team is not very good, and if you're like mm-hmm. getting 6.5 points to bet against them on the road, you just have to do it. Yeah, but what... what but like, it's got to be done. It's just got to be done. It, it was one of those things where, like, for the first... 57 minutes of the game, you were right. The Raiders were were covering the minus six like the entire way, right? And would have won the game, but probably wouldn't have covered, would have got backdoored if, uh, it, I don't know, like, it, honestly, it might have got worse. Like, the Raiders might have fully blown them out if not for that dumb pick that Carr threw in the, in the red zone at the end of the first half, right? Completely, completely yes. avoidable pick that that was, which... Yes, I would agree that that is definitely something that could have happened. Yeah, which uh, worse, you know, we're, uh, the, the, that was the worst moment of the game. Not enough is being talked about that because everybody keeps talking about that dumb. Uh, There's also a missed field goal in there and the dumb uh, uh, personal foul penalty that uh, 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 what's it took, right? But the personal foul that uh, I can't remember one of the one of the Raiders guys took a personal foul off the off the or off the sack that they had on. Uh, uh, Mayfield it, during that final drive. It was, oh, God, it was it was just so bad. Like, well, the personal foul, well, and here's the thing, though. That's a penalty every time, and that's in the rule book for good reason. Yeah. Like, if in the two-minute drill, if you knock the football away from an, from the offensive player who has it, oh, it like, you're obviously penalty. just trying to waste time. That's a 15-yard mm-hmm. penalty. Like, it's just like, you know, know the rules, Jerry Tillery, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and not only that, but, like, that one was far more deserved than the one the uh, – the, 
uh, what was it? There, there was one that the chart, the, the, the uh, one, one of the offensive linemen for the Raiders got because they thought he like punched a guy, and really it was like half of a face wash. It was nothing. It never should have been a personal foul. They called it a dead ball foul, and then Buddy missed a kick because of it, right? So, uh, like, like Matt Gay missed a missed a field goal, like four yards wide or whatever uh, that the stat guy said because he went from kicking like a 55 or a 45 yard chip shot to a 61 yard field goal like and he ended up missing that one and that was kind of a dumb call too so the that i would say that the rams were missing three points in the middle of the game there too so it's it's all you know it's it's all nonsense but it's just God damn it, that never should have happened. The Raiders should have won that game. The Rams should be sitting in the friggin' two spot right now. And that draft, or sorry, in the in the two spot as far as the draft. And that pick should be going to the Lions. So frustrating. And don't think I forgot about what the Bears and your Broncos did last week, you bunch of nonces. <laughs> you all should have won some games. And then you didn't. <laughs> I'm really PO'd about that. <laughs> the Are you saying had... that they should have scored more than nine points? Oh, you didn't even need the nine. <laughs> like, just don't give up the seven at the end. Damn it, that was upsetting. Oh, but we're going to come back around to that because uh, it might be time to bet the Broncos. I'm not too happy about that. Um, but anyway, here we go. Uh, heading into week 14. Uh, first matchup, Baltimore Ravens. No Lamar Jackson. Looks like it's going to be Huntley. They head into Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. The Steelers went from a they, – they've been a minus one and a half, uh, minus one, minus one and a half favorite pretty much all week. And with the news that Lamar is officially out, it uh, moved up to minus two and a half. So the Steelers are currently sitting at minus two and a half. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I think you've got to go with Baltimore. And I typically – want the points in divisional games like this. It's Raven Steelers and the rivalry and all that stuff. I just think that Tyler Huntley's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Baltimore just generally is the better team. So if I'm only giving up two points here, I'm uh I'm I'm happy to take the Ravens. Uh I think I would be I think I would disagree with you. I think I would go with the Steelers in this one because I kinda like what they're doing. They're coming off a bye week, are they not? I don't think the Steelers played. Uh no, they played Atlanta last week. That's right, they did uh, in a game that that was not very entertaining. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like what the Steelers are doing right now. They got the defense kind of working a little bit better. The Ravens are just kind of choking it, but this does feel like a Justin Tucker type game, doesn't it? Where he just hits like a bunch of big kicks, and the Ravens kind of pull it out. But I think uh, yeah, water. I just don't like how, how much is Pittsburgh going to score in this game. I don't know. I mean, the under for the over under for this one's thirty six and a half. So that tells you all you need to know about this football game. That's one of the lo- like that might be the lowest line I've ever seen in my life. Thirty six and a half. Yep. Yep. I, I can't remember it going below this one. So and I still kind of like the under. I think the under is the play in this game. This I it just seems like a lot of punts and like this might be a classic like nine to six all field goal type matchup. Uh. In which case you would uh, sort of like the points, I guess. But the two and a half is is interesting. I I mean I would just default in this one to Steelers short home favorite in a divisional matchup. So that's what I would go with. Both teams kind of playing their. Uh, I mean I, I know Pickett's not a backup, but he kind of sort of is <laughs> at this point of our lives and with with room for improvement. But yeah, so Steelers for me, Ravens for you. That's fine. Uh, next up, a game that. The line, my God, with this one. So, Vikings-Lions. 
the most talked about game of this week, I, I dare I say, uh, amongst the, 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 the podcasters and the prognosticators. A lot of talk of, like, th- this one's hilarious because, you know, you're staring, it's, it's Lions-Vikings, you're staring at the DVOA. The Lions are 13th in DVOA because they've managed to clean up their defense just ever so slightly. They're getting Jamison Williams, you know, like, they're, they're starting to open up him a little bit. DJ Chark's going to be back. Uh, Sun God is making himself one of the better receivers in, in, in the league these days. Uh, the Vikings, you know, they, they, the math guys are kind of saying, oh, it's a little bit smoke and mirrors with them. This, this, uh, they've been getting lucky. All their games have been one score games. Basically, if you flip the outcome of the one score games, this team would be like one in 11, I think they said, which is wow. So the Vikings have, haven't really been putting teams away. So they've been kind of the luck team. According to the math guys this year, they're 20th in DVOA to the Lions ninth. This line opened up at Vikings plus two and a half. Sorry, Vikings minus two and a half, and the Sharps obliterated that line within about a half an hour, uh, to the point where that line no longer existed, and it ended up being Lions minus two and a half. So a full four point swing. Uh, it's been up and down. It went from it went from like Lions plus two and a half to minus two and a half down to minus one back up to two and a half and it's now kind of settled at Lions minus two so this line's been all over the place uh the math guys are going up against the prog uh, are going up against the kind of hot takey guys in this one uh you know because the the hot takey guys are saying oh it's a 10 and 2 team against a 5 and 7 team how could this this possibly be Craig what are your official thoughts on the Vikings Lions with the Lions currently uh a short home favorite laying two I think that's what it comes down to for me is is one of these teams is ten and two and yeah I know the Vikings have it's a flimsy ten and two. <laughs> it, I, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm not saying it isn't. Mm-hmm. But I will note this: uh, they have beaten the first ranked team in DVOA this season. Uh, they did lose to teams two and three. Yes, with but with they're, they're, in all the, time, it, it must be stated they did beat the number one team in DVOA, yes. the, the Buffalo Bills, within all time. Never, we're never yeah. going to see that again in our lives. Uh, sure, but at the same time, even if, they, even if that wasn't the case, uh, they were an inch away from winning the game yeah. just with the quarterback sneak. True, and let's true. just say they'd lost that game. The mm-hmm. Vikings record would be 9-3, and their three losses would be against Buffalo, Dallas, Philadelphia, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. the top three teams. Away. Yep. Uh, they seem to be able to take care of business against the teams that they're supposed to take care of business against. And look, I like this Lions team. I think that this, this Lions team is, is is doing some good things, and I think that the future is very bright. But at some point, someone's ten and two, and someone's five and seven. And and if I'm if I'm getting points, I'll take the team that's ten and two. Thanks. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I think well, knife to my ribs on this one. I would say that I, I would want to bet my Lions, but. I can't in good conscience do that anymore because I'm not getting the best of the number, and the number is moving the Vikings' way, not the Lions' way. So I don't like that. This one, it, it, I'm, I'm leaning towards, and I don't bust these out too often, but this just seems like a total game to me as opposed to a spread game at this point. And I don't bust out overs too often, but this feels like an over game. 51 and a half. Neither, both teams have elite, elite receivers, and neither teams really have the corners uh, to deal with these uh, just tremendous receivers on on both sides of the ball, 
in this one. So I am just the the side for me in this one is the the over and the total, which I don't normally go with because God, what a what a you know what a square play that is. But I just I do think it is the correct play in this one. So you're going Vikings, I'm going Lions, but I'm I'm not recommending it either because I'm not recommending either because it's we're just not getting the best of the number. So uh, moving on from this one, the Jacksonville Jaguars head to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Both teams are coming off of pretty bad losses. Uh, the Jaguars got blown out uh, by the Lions uh, in Detroit, and the Titans went to Philadelphia with uh, a lot of hype around them and. Uh, that did that was about as bad as it can go for both the teams. Titans currently getting minus three and a half, so you're getting the hook on this one. I believe it opened up at Titans minus four and a half, and then I think the Sharps came in on the on the Jaguars, but then the Sharps rebought back in on the Titans when it got to three. So this this one's tough. I think my my instinct on this one is to go is to lay the three and a half with the Titans. I would prefer to just lay the three, but it is what it is. You got to, we're getting the hook. Uh, I thought Trevor Lawrence was done for the season <laughs> when I was watching that Lions game. And no, he came back and he was pretty good in the second half, despite the fact it looked like he was playing on one knee. The health concerns and the fact that I think the Titans are just uh, better than the Jaguars at, at this point of our lives uh, lets me know. And TVA would agree with me. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Titans on this. Not going to be one of my five, but I'm going to lay the three and a half. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning the same way. Um, Titans coming off. Like, well, the, the general manager thing is interesting. You want to talk about that for a second? Absolutely. Let's, that's, uh, was I, that? I, I'm just going to flat out ask the question. Did yeah. AJ Brown just cost a man his job? Is that what happened? I, I think it, it, it was, uh, it, man, you never know with these things, but God damn it, doesn't it look like that's exactly what happened? That, well, that. This is this is the thing, and, and, and people have been. I, I tweeted it, and someone's like, "Well, no, you know, they they made this mistake and this mistake." And I was like, "Okay, yeah. if ownership's not happy with certain mistakes, they could have fired this guy in March. Instead, they fired him two days after AJ Brown torched them. Like, how do you not draw the connection? That you know? second, that second touchdown catch that that AJ Brown had. Great catch! Whoo! My God, that was uh, that was something else. Yeah, I. I think I agree with you. I think that I think that was it. I mean, I I don't know because I'll be honest. I, I I haven't. It doesn't seem like it was a lot of bad. Like it doesn't seem like the Titans GM was making a ton of bad choices over the years, right? Like I don't know. Like maybe no, they. Like, I guess I can understand how ownership was like. Oh, maybe we can better here. Maybe we can better here. And and here's the thing. Yeah. If you're if you're in the Titans ownership group. Could you not have come away from this with the conclusion of, hey, this roster isn't very good. We just have, like, an excellent head coach. It's kind of papering over the problems. For sure, yeah. Like, could you not come away with that? So if the roster's not good, that's on John Robinson. Fine. So he gets fired. Uh, but, A, you gave him an extension, like, you know, less than a year ago. And, B, like, you can wait until the offseason to do this unless you're so pissed off about what happened with the Brown thing that you just had to fire him immediately. Like, I just yeah. don't understand why you do it this week unless that is exactly why. Yeah. I think, I think you're, I think you're very correct on this one, but it's just, you know, like I, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think I, I don't, whether or not if they were just so embarrassed that that happened, that like, that they were like, you're right out of here. Or if, uh, 
if it was a series of like small things that culminated with getting embarrassed by a guy they traded away for seemingly no reason, uh, I guess maybe perhaps with the thought of, oh, you can just replace receivers easily enough. But, yeah. I, I will I, say this. What the Minnesota Vikings did with the Stefan Diggs-Justin Jefferson thing, mm-hmm. that may have... That went about as good as it could go. <laughs> it went about as good as it can go. And I think that that, like, added to the hubris in the, in the front offices for the Titans and the Packers. Like, oh, we can do something like this. Well, not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I, what's his face? And what's his face in Green Bay who's scoring all those touchdowns? He's not a good receiver. He's just on a heater right now with touchdowns. And that's going to be. Yeah, yes and no. I think that he has a chance to be a nice player. Yeah. But uh, it's certainly not. Like and he was drafted with picks that weren't they they had anyway they didn't need the Adams trade to do that yeah they could have had Chris Watson and Devonte Adams on the roster if they were so inclined they yeah. elected to not go ahead and do that so yeah I, sorry I yeah I should preface that the the Watson thing isn't going to be as embarrassing for the Green Bay Packers going forward as it will be for fantasy owners who draft Watson way too high next year <laughs> is, is is oh fair enough yeah probably um, what I'm thinking I of. I just. I, I, it, it just, you, that's just not going to work that way. No. It's just not going to work that way for the most part. So don't try to do it. Uh, yeah. The, my, the, the optics I, of this Titans thing certainly looks like they were like, you're fired. I just can't for the life of me. Like, you know, how, like there's certain teams like Los, like Las Vegas Raiders where you watch them draft after draft after draft. And you're like, what the hell are these guys doing? And you don't even need to be like a super deep, expert on the like quote-unquote expert or draft guru who's going like five rounds deep like to to see the type of blunders that certain teams have made but like and and you know the the previous regime for the giants was a, was a pretty big uh uh culprit of that but man i don't recall the titans ever making any like major major blunders it just doesn't seem like yeah it seems like a lot of small things around the periphery and then their one big thing was let's trade aj brown and boy did that backfire on them Quite profusely. What do you think about the three and a half this week, though, Craig? I think I would lay it with the Titans. I, I'm going to take the Titans. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Because I just I'm I'm un, I think they're the better team. They can run the ball, and I'm unsure of uh, I'm I'm unsure of the the if Trevor Lawrence is going to be 100 percent healthy in this game. Because man, it looked like his season was over when he got hit in the Lions game. That was na- that was nasty. Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, it was great. Heading to New York to take on the Giants. Eagles laying seven on the road. This is an absolute classic no-brainer. This is one of my five. Eagles just obliterated the aforementioned Titans at home. Giants, uh, Cheyenne has kind of wore off of uh, them after they were getting a bunch of lucky victories earlier in the year. Divisional matchup, home team getting points. Stock super low, perfect opportunity to take the New York Giants. This is going to be one of my five. What say you? Uh, yeah, I. Uh, it's not going to be pretty, but you got to take the Giants in this one. Yeah, I I, I'm going to take the Giants too. And and you know, if you go to certain spots, uh, specifically DraftKings, you can get seven and a half with the Giants, which is even more appetizing. So beauty. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will. I will take the Giants here. I'm, I think this is going to be like six, six and a half before uh, before the game starts. So I, if I'm you, if I'm anybody, you now get this how concerned the... are you about this report that Barkley may not play? Slightly concerned, 
but I, I like, still think because that's that's what they do on offense, right? It's not like yeah. it, it, like in other situations, like oh, okay, the starting running back is out, and you're like, well, they'll figure something out. But in this situation, like, yeah, that's that's a I, big problem for them. Ultimately, I'm not sure if it would if it would stop me from betting the seven, but it certainly wouldn't make me feel it, it certainly wouldn't make me feel good about the, about betting the seven. But I think I because like the, I the way would. you get the Eagles is on the ground, right? And if he's yeah. not around, just like how are they going to be as effective? If they need to be on the ground, that would be Daniel Jones can move a little though too, so that that's gonna that will help them regardless of who's in the backfield for the for the Giants. So of, of the things Daniel Jones can do, the moving quarterbacks is one of them. Uh, so yeah, so we're both on the Giants in that one. Uh, next up, the Nye Jets head into Buffalo to take on the Bills. Bills minus ten in this matchup. It actually opened up at uh, Bills minus nine and a half, so now it's it's been bet up to the Jets uh, getting a full ten. Uh, I audibled out of, I audibled off of the Giants and into, or sorry, off of, yeah, off of the Giants and into the Jets last week. Cost me a five and a week, unfortunately. Went four and one because the Jets did not cover, should have covered. They had multiple opportunities. That's another reason why some would say that, or, you know, leaning towards the, the Vikings being fraudulent because the Jets had like three opportunities to close out that game and, and, or at least cover and just couldn't squeeze it into the end zone they had guys dropping the balls in the end zone it was quite vexing bills coming off of uh, an extra bit of rest after they obliterated the patriots in foxborough on the thursday night game jets dropped a tough one to the vikings like i just said and the bills are laying 10 despite the fact it's mike white and despite the fact that the bills are number one in dvoa i really like this Jets defense and I think you just and it's a divisional matchup I think you got to take the points with the Jets what say you Craig I'm on Buffalo I understand okay. it's 10 points but yeah. I just there, there's no way Mike White's as good as he's looked and, and there are some missed throws against Minnesota at the end of the game like I just and I know Buffalo's secondary has struggled a little bit lately I just now I'm talking myself out of it as I as I go into it. <laughs> I just I, I I I don't trust Mike White. I'm sorry, I don't trust him. Uh, mm-hmm. Ten ten might be too many, but I don't trust Mike White. Yeah, uh, that's it. Like this isn't going to be one of my five because there's better divisional matchups, and the Mike White of it all does scare me. So, but, but I think I think you would just have to hold your nose and bet the Jets in this one. And the Jets, they got good. They have good defense, man. Like I, I they they have a very very good defense, and I don't think they're getting a lot of credit for it. This is actually a pretty good matchup in DVOA. The people, I don't like you stare like you, I don't know. You stare at it, and it's like minus ten, but it's a divisional matchup between you know one and nine in DVOA. Should yep. they really be getting ten in DVOA? Should really be, like between two top ten? And teams I will say in this DVOA, about right? the Jets DVOA. If if Mike White was their quarterback all season, would they be 19th in offensive DVOA right now? Like as much as I just said, I don't necessarily trust Mike White. You know who I trust Mike White more than? Yeah. Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah. If only they still. So the Jets are good. The Jets are good. <laughs> yeah. it, it, maybe maybe 10 is too many. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm believing too much in the Bills. I'm I, I feel sad for the Bills that Von Miller's done for the year. That is that's upsetting. true. That's yeah. That's a big uh, that's uh, a big one for sure. Yeah. We'll we'll see what uh, what the but the Bills have to win these games too is the other thing like the Bills yeah. control their own destiny for this, a whole yeah field. that would be this would be a sweep by the Jets that's another thing to factor into the ten right is when the yep. Bills are pissed off they blow out teams and I don't think you want to get swept by the Jets especially when 
You know, no. you, you, you need uh, like you, you need to to be. Uh... And as as a neutral fan, as a neutral football fan, I say this. Mm-hmm. I think that we deserve Bills Chiefs in Orchard Park for the AFC Championship game, don't we? Yeah, sure do. Is that not a thing we deserve? Sure do. And the six thirty kickoff too. I want them. I want those Bills fans to have all day to drink. <laughs> all day I want to drink and damage their ribs with tables. <laughs> I want flaming tables. Yeah. I want people jumping off of cars. I want. Ever, and, and like you know, well, they're gonna do that yeah. regardless of if it's a playoff game. <laughs> there might yeah, not even know, be a football game that, going I want on. It turned up to eleven. Like fair enough, so. yeah, that would be pretty 12. awesome. Uh, yeah, so yeah, let's let's. That let's would be that. yeah. Perusing the hashtag Bills Mafia on Twitter for videos would be uh, quite pleasant before that game. That would be quite the trip. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm saying hold your nose, taking the Jets. You're laying with the Bills. We're We've been a little split this week, but I like the fact that we're aligned on some of the, the good ones here. Here's one you and I might be interested in together, although the line's moving in the wrong direction here. Uh, the Cleveland Browns head to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. This opened up at Cleveland plus 6.5, and, and it is now down to Cleveland plus 5.5. The Bengals laying 5.5 currently on the road. Uh, I'm on I'm on Cleveland. I bet at the 6. Uh, I like Cleveland to potentially outright win this game. Much like Burrow has had uh, Mahomes' number, and last week was no exception because they took it to the Chiefs. They could not be stopped. That that game was was a classic. Who's got the ball last game? And it ended up being uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, much like Burrow has had the Chiefs' number, the Browns during the Burrow era have had the Bengals' number. And despite the fact uh, Deshaun Watson looked like. Uh, absolute ass, which we said last week on the podcast, which is why we were recommending well, the... Uh, scoring three times, not on offense, really helped their chances to win that football game. For sure. But last week, we came on, we didn't have it as one of our five, but we said, if you're going to bet this game, uh, you have to take the the friggin' Texans, because it was their Super Bowl. Also, potentially think about them on the money line, because hitting winning, them winning a game, and, and it was all there... And then, my God in heaven, three defense slash special teams touchdowns combined put that game out of reach, and then it didn't matter uh, what the hell Deshaun Watson had to do uh, the rest of the way. Uh, this is, to me, is just a classic kind of spot. It's another home, it's another uh, divisional matchup. Two teams really fighting for it. I think Deshaun Watson will be decidedly better in this second game. Uh I still like Joe Burr and the Bengals, and I'm going to be coming back to betting on them. But for me, the, the spot in this week is is the Browns. Bengals can be had on the ground too, in in a big in a big kind of way. So, I'm I'm on the Browns with the six. So what say you? I, I I'm going the other way. Okay. Uh, I I it's also down to five in some places. You can get it at five if you go to. Yeah, uh, you're not getting the best of the number anymore on on the side I like, which sucks. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I have a very, very hard time trusting this Browns team. And I just, I I think the Bengals are really, really good. Mm -hmm. Like they're good on offense. Obviously they're good on defense. I, I I just, and, and you know, the throw last week that, that I love was Joe Burrow, couple of guys in the pocket, just steps right through it and just zips one into T Higgins on a third and 11. That's the first down that wins them the game. Like it, and, and if they kick a field goal there, you're giving the ball back to Mahomes with like a minute and a half left. 
and you're up by six. You're like he's probably going to get you, you know. So that was a that was a winner go home throw, and 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 they won with that throw. It was fantastic. I, I just think that he's playing really really well right now. The Bengals are playing well. They've already lost to Cleveland once this season. I, I think they're going to be ready to go for this one. I'm I'm going to take the Bengals. Fair enough. I I just. To me, this is just a classic kind of spot for the Browns getting the thing. But again, we're not getting the best of the number anymore, so I, it's tough for me to sit here. And, and Watson just looks so bad. Do we? How do we not know he looks just as just as bad this week? Like the guy hasn't played because football in two years. Because it's legitimately not possible for him to look as bad as he did last week. He's got to complete like enough, three but three is passes. He, is he gonna look good? <laughs> right? No, I wouldn't Fair go that far. But can he? Can he yeah, look like? I, just, I I I don't know. When you see yeah. the split screen, two quarterbacks, who are you gonna want? Yeah, I mean, it's you're gonna want Burrow, but it, it's doesn't you know that it doesn't matter. Like sometimes that doesn't matter, and because uh, later on I'm gonna be talking about how I want Brock Purdy over Tom Brady. So what does it all mean, right? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like the uh, uh, th- this game just so. this just reeks of a three point game to me. So I want to get the points. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, in the, the Brock Purdy, Tom Brady situation, Brock mm-hmm. Purdy has a significantly better rest of the roster around him than Tom Brady does. <laughs> yeah, I true. don't know if that's the case. I think that Burrow has a better rest of the roster around him than Watson does by yeah. a pretty decent mark. No, I'm hearing you, but like I said, I'm just this just reeks of old school. Like it's it's not going to be pretty, but th- this just feels like a. Can't you just see this being like a McPherson walk-off or something like that for the Bengals? Yes. And if it, right? You know? And if, and if it is, then you win your money. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm predicting for this game. Uh, yeah, okay. So, and it's the Browns are going to be one of my five. Next up, a game that will not be in my thing. Uh, the Houston Texans are taking on the Dallas Cowboys, and the Dallas Cowboys are laying 17. Uh, I want to say two things about this game. First... Normally, we would come on and we would say that the names don't matter. Hold your nose and take the Texans. It just, just, just it don't matter. The line's too the, high. The names matter for me on this one. Holy fuck, have the Texans absolutely given up. Like, they are toast. Like, so, I, I and which I just is. Like, and I was talking about this on the, on the radio at work today. We were giving out football picks on the, the radio, as we often do on a Friday afternoon. And I just I said, look, I, I'm not necessarily going to say lay the 17 with the Dallas Cowboys, but geez, can you just not see Marka, Micah Parsons rather, and and and, and you see Lawrence? Can you just not see these guys just absolutely ravaging? Uh, I don't even know who's playing quarterback. I, I think they're going back to Davis Mills this week. Like yeah. whoever's playing quarterback for Houston is just going to get absolutely crushed in this game. It's going to be ugly. Yeah, it's it's. So so bad. The other thing I wanted to tell you about this game, Craig, is should this should this not be this should be a big old rivalry, right? Like like Texas. They play Cowboys. once every they play once every four years. I know, but it this should be bigger, right? It is yeah, Texas one football, of the play, right? So well, think about it this way: the Texans have been in the league since oh two, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to count backwards in my head. Like how many? Like this That's is like, like what eight, eight maybe nine. The fifth? maybe the fifth matchup yeah. between these two teams or sixth or seventh. So, you know what I mean? Like you can, it's, you're, it's you're right. You're right. I'm just saying it, it should be though. Shouldn't it like Houston, maybe we're doing it wrong. Maybe, maybe Houston needs to be in the NFC who should switch AFC NFC with Houston so that the Texans and the Cowboys meet more. Cause it just should be right. It should be like, the, like the Texas bowl should be NFC South. Yeah, I know, but the, you're right. I'm just saying the Texas bowl should be a thing. Right. And it just isn't. 
Um, it just yeah, doesn't sit right being, being in the same state isn't necessarily like you know is is Bills. I guess Bills Giants have that Super Bowl at the very least, but yeah. you know, I'm just trying to think about teams that are in the same state but different conferences. Like you know, is 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 Buccaneers Dolphins a rivalry that we care about? Yeah, I guess you're right. You're making some good points. I don't, it's just different because it's this, it's that specific state though, right? Like, yeah, yeah. fair enough. It's tech, but, no. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I just have this game as a stay away because if I'm gonna recommend a side, it's gonna be Texans plus the 17. But they've given up. They've quit. I can't believe that we're in a situation where we, we, we don't have a team that's even remotely competent that we can't just automatically say, take the 17, who cares what the name of the team is, they'll figure it out. Because, I mean, maybe they will, but, like, Jesus, they look like they've just given up on, absolutely given up on life. The team wants to go home. They can't believe that there's five weeks left. It's 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 disgusting. They're getting the number one pick. C.J. Stroud, this is your, you know, future spot right here. Hopefully they get a better coach in the offseason and figure their shit out i guess right because christ um what's the scott hansen game of the one o'clock right you know i went back and forth on this but i think the answer has to be dallas versus houston yeah god i think you're right it's a 17 Why point game right no you're only going to be interested that. when one team has the ball, and they're probably never going to be in the red zone because they're going to be scoring like forty-yard touchdowns all day. Like, yeah, God, exactly. And, uh, that's the other thing. Houston just gets absolutely crushed in the run game. Like, and I just feel like Elliott and Pollard could both have 150 yards and two scores this week. Marquee matchup. I mean, oh, it's I probably, think it has to be. Is dare I say it is a Vikings Lions? I, I mean, probably Eagles, not because Giants Eagles. Eagles is there for sure. Jets, Bills, I guess, even though it's a 10-point spread. Some of these high lines are really throwing me off. But, like, yeah, I think I think you're right on Giants-Eagles. Games, though. Uh, I, the only reason I was going to say Jets-Eagles for me yeah. is – well, I mean, you know what? I, I may take it back and say Bills-Jets. I just think that uh, this is a bigger swing game for the Giants and the Jets than it will be for Detroit. Like, I, I – like, I would love it if the Lions wanted to run here and got the 10 and 7 mm-hmm. out in the playoffs. That would be awesome. I think that'd be good television. Um, I just don't know if that's the way this is going to no, go. No, I don't, if you I look don't at think their that's schedule, If you look at their schedule after this week, mm-hmm. it's doable. It could yeah. happen. If they just got that Bills Thanksgiving Day game, which they probably should have, but. Eh. Or the first Viking game. They could have had yeah. that one too. True, true. Oh, well, we'll see if they can, uh, if they can clip the Vikings this week and keep that. Uh, slim hope alive, but we'll see. Either way, it, it 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 it's obviously been a lot more positive over the last month than it was over the first like month and a half. Where I'm like, are they gonna fire Dan Campbell? And this is all just for naught. And then it's like, nah, we're doing all right. And uh, we'll see how it goes in the future. But man, I really wish that Rams pick was two or three. But uh the Rams better not go on a fucking run with Baker Mayfield. That'll just drive me nuts. What's the rest of the Rams schedule? Let me look at that. Let's do that real quick. What is the rest of what is the rest of the Rams schedule? Here we go. Who they got left? Five games left. Um, at Green Bay on God, is that the Monday Nighter? Like <laughs> it's eight fifteen. So yes, Green it Bay is. First. It is a Monday Night Football game, and no vomit. Monday Night Football games are cannot be flexed. Yep. I, no. I, vomit. Like so, there's. I hope they don't make Peyton Manning and Eli do that yeah. one. That just yes. feels un unsettled so they got the bye Uh, week next week then two weeks they play on monday night with green bay so they're gonna have the super rest in green bay then they get your broncos then they're at the chargers 
and then at the Seahawks. So God, all of those could are I don't know. Those are all what fifty are fifty. Winnable. And who <laughs> yeah, and who knows what if yeah. anything Seattle's playing for in that week eight. Yeah, game, those right? are all fifty fifty for sure, right? That that that, right. that and, and we could very yeah. much live in a world where Seattle cannot move up and cannot move down in the NFC standings, and they're just resting yeah. their guys. Yeah. Oh, all right. Moving on to the four o'clock slate. Kansas City Chiefs go to Denver to take on your Denver Broncos, Craig. Uh, and this line opened up at Broncos minus nine and a half. Some money's coming on your Broncos, Craig. They are. I don't like it. Getting nine. And the Denver Broncos. Pause for dramatic effect. They're going to be one of my five at the at the nine and a half. It's just too. I know they can't score double digit points. I just. I know they're absolutely dreadful to watch. I know they're so bad that this was supposed to be a Sunday night game and they flexed it out for Dolphins Chargers, even though Patrick. This is a game Patrick Mahomes is involved in. The it's a divisional matchup. Team getting points. Good defense, not just a good defense. What's the Denver? What's Denver's defense in DVOA? Where are they? They're way Fourth. down here. Fourth in DVOA. Uh-huh. So it's not yeah. just. It's oh, sorry, it's, they're seventh now. They were fourth last week, but anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so, so dropped four spots after gave up what ten points. Uh, yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> great, excellent defense. High line, home team, Chiefs can't cover. There's just too much there. And, and it's, this is an all-time, it's an all-time bet the Broncos and just don't watch the fucking game. Like, but like bet on the Broncos and don't watch the game. That's that's what I'm going to do. And I suggest you people do that with me. Because uh, I'm betting the Broncos minus the 9.5 because everything's just pointing to it. And you know the public's going to be on the Chiefs, right? So, it's got to be the Broncos. They gotta come through at some point, and I'm and I'm hoping this is the week. And I'm gonna say this: Denver Broncos get in the end zone this week, Craig. It's finally gonna happen. <laughs> it's finally gonna happen. They're gonna get I, in the end zone. I, I can't even. I'm just numb to everything at this point. It's pretty bad. In in like in in all of my years as a Lions fan, it's been gross. Uh, I don't think we've ever seen an, an offense that just cannot move the ball like this Broncos team has. And by all counts, should be able to based on on the names on the field, right? Is Sutton going to play this week? Uh, no, he's not. He's out. Eh, so that hurts a little bit, but still, it's the uh, plus a lot, the nine for me. Like, like <laughs> part of the problem is, well, like they, they they were they were without four of their five offensive line starters last week. Uh, Sutton's been banged up. Judy's been banged up. Like it's just. It's it's it, uh, Javante Williams, who might be the most talented player on the offense, has been obviously not playing at all this year. Like it's it's been a season from hell injury wise, mm-hmm. but the injuries somehow like if they were you know if they had six wins right now, I'd be like, oh man, the injuries screwed them out of being good. But I don't even think the injuries screwed them out of being good. I just think it's such a poorly coached team. It doesn't matter either way. Um, that's part of the reason they're so bad is because they have so many guys who are hurt. So there's that part of it too. Yeah. Uh, what say you betting wise? Because I've already stated my case for the Broncos. Yeah, I, I can't even. I can't even look at this. Obviously, obviously, I think it makes. I, I like it makes sense to take Denver. I understand taking Denver. I just, I, I'll, I'll have nothing to do with it. You're too deep. You're in too deep. Is the problem yeah. on this one? <laughs> I, I hear you. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. San Francisco 49ers, Tom Brady uh, pulled one out of his ass on Monday night. 
Never should have happened in a million years. Can't believe the Saints lost that game. Should have won. Killed the money line betters. They still covered. We're getting the old, oh, they like, like, if, if, I certainly hope no one was playing a drinking game for the amount the Monday night broadcast would say goat. Because if you said goat, if you were playing a drinking game, every time they said goat, you now have alcohol poisoning. That was, like, I realize he's the greatest of all time, but, you know, cool it on the fucking goat talk. Yeah, let's just, yeah. We, it's too much. It's worse than, games. yeah, exactly. Um, Bucks, Niners, Brock Purdy in after Garoppolo wa- broke his, his foot and is now out for the season. So we're, 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 we're staring at Brock Purdy, and uh, we're going to see if things get Purdy at all. Uh, the Niners lay in three and a half, giving you the hook. This one might be too easy. It's the Niners, right? Like, all of the bets are on the Bucks right now. All the money is on the Niners, which makes perfect sense to me because the public is looking at this, and I get Tom Brady versus Brock Purdy, and I'm not thinking too deep into this one. The uh, Niners, man, I really like their like their linebackers are so fucking good. Uh, they, they put it on... Like, like, like that was not close. That Niners Dolphins game, the Dol- the Niners killed them, and that's with them having a busted coverage on the open opening play of the yeah. game, right? The opening play of the game, it, it was one dominated the rest of the game. Yeah, one throw by Tua, like, because I had the Niners as one of my five last week. One throw by Tua, and it was my like gold star Dirk Diggler lights bet of the week with all the money on it. And then one play in, I'm, like one throw from Tua in, and I'm like, oh. Fuck me, right? And then, and then, like two drives later, I was like, "Nah, no, nah, the Dolphins can't hang. They can't hang. They got lucky on one busted coverage, and that was it. That was a domination that game." Yeah, I, uh, I like Tua. I, look, I, I think Tua has played really well this year. Yes, he was not good at football game. He he was missing guys. Like there were there were some throws that he should have had that he didn't have. And uh, if I were a Dolphins fan, I'd be concerned by that. Um, that is for this particular football game. I, I'm going. I'm going Niners. Sorry. Like, what, what do you think this line would be if Garoppolo's playing? Uh six. Yeah, probably about right. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, nah, I. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't six. know. I, is the difference between Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy? Can can we say it's three points? Like, could could this have been six and a half? Well, we don't have enough tape on Purdy because obviously all the tape we have is him making. The difference might be three points. Yeah, you're you're right. This yeah, it's definitely closer to a touch to a, to the Niners laying a full touchdown, and I don't really think it's gonna matter because like Brady, Brady is cooked, man. Like he's absolutely cooked. Like he's and... had a couple of these end drives, so against the Saints. Yeah, and... it was the Saints both times, wasn't it? Where the Saints just refused to cover. No, it was the Rams. The Rams for some reason the Rams did that thing where they like. Yeah, the Rams did that thing where they were just like, what if we left the sidelines completely open when Brady's got no timeouts in 40 seconds? And, and, then... the other thing, and, the people, and people talked about this. Uh, Mark Ingram stepping out of bounds, out of bounds, mm-hmm. with five minutes left, a yard short of the first down. Mark Ingram, who, by the way, should never have been in the game. He's already banged up. and like, Well, that's was, that's was... why. Like, I, I, like, Mark Ingram made the wrong play, but also I'm pretty sure he pulled his groin while running in that. Like, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure he injured himself. But not even during... on that play. It was earlier in the game. So, uh, to, no, I'm, I'm yeah. going after the Saints coaching staff here. Why was he True. out there? Yeah, because, like, he, you can see when he runs. Like, everybody said, oh, he bailed on uh, – because, like, like, people showed the clip, and they're like, oh, he bailed on going on stretching for the first down. And I'm like, that man tore something, right, and ran out of bounds. 
because he tore something. And I'm like, ah, like, like you could see the way he was running. He like, he was, he clearly hurt himself halfway through that run and was just like, oh God. And then, you know, brain out of bounds a yard short or whatever the fuck. And even then, the Saints still should have closed that out. Like, I don't, uh, I don't know. The blame for Mark Ingram was too much for me, I thought. Uh, I, I, there, oh, there were too I, I many... Won't... To me, to me, I want to point fingers at the Saints coaching staff for having him out there when he clearly earlier in the game. Yeah, that's what I absolutely. want to be. That, yeah. yeah, this is an easy Niners for me. It's not one of my five right hey. now, but I'm I'm fairly certain it's it's going to be on because I'm 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 staring at a couple right now that I might change. But right now, this is this is like a this is like my sixth one if we had a sixth one, and it's got a chance to get bumped up into the top five before Sunday night. But yeah, Niners minus three and a half, and you agree with me on that one? Absolutely. That's uh, definitely. All right. Last game of the 4 o'clock slate, the Carolina Panthers head into Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks laying four. It's a tough one. This is a tough one. Uh, I, I I got Seattle at three earlier in the week. That's a lot nicer, I think. The four is scaring me, and the fact that the, the Panthers, I'm pretty sure, they actually, they, they, they've had two weeks to prepare for this game, right? They didn't play last week. Um it's still Sam Darnold, which is scary, but the Seahawks have really come back down to earth the last free, uh, the last uh, couple of weeks. I know they got that W uh, last week, but uh, I was all I bet the Rams on that one, so I was thankful that Geno threw the. Uh, but you know, I had plenty of uh, room to work with with that high line uh, with with the eight, so I was happy that Geno <laughs> threw that game winning. Uh, it was like I was playing that game in Madden, basically, because Geno and the Seahawks got the W, and I still got the cover with the Rams, and, and the Rams ended up losing. Uh, not so much this week, but uh, what are you going to do? This this is kind of a stay away for me, but I think at this point with the four, do you consider the Panthers, Craig, with the four? I still think it's Seattle for me. I, I... Mm-hmm. The Seahawks are going to be able to move the football in this game. I think that's very much yeah. clear. Their defense uh, is truly terrible, though, and there is some potential controlling the, tro- the controlling the clock with Foreman and the. Uh, yeah, the no, that's here. true. That's true. I just, I, I, I think I just Seattle's better. They're at home. Yeah, I ultimately okay. think you're right. Tenth in DVOA, and I've realized DVOA is not a, a great measurement, especially for gambling. But like, it, it's a great measurement for seeing who's good and who's getting lucky. Uh, uh, versus who's getting lucky, but it's not the best tool in the world and, and <laughs> when you're gambling, right? Um, yeah, I ultimately, I think you're right. I think it is Seattle. I just don't like that I'm getting the best. I'm not getting the best of the number anymore, so stay away from me. Last game. No, actually, that's it for the four o'clock games. We're heading to the Sunday nighter. The Miami Dolphins head to L.A. to take on the Chargers in uh, what has become uh, the quarterback debate of our lifetime apparently not really but basically the most recent de- uh, quarterback debate uh of math guys for this is this is the quarterback debate of math guys versus uh former players Tua versus uh herbert quite frankly i think it's a dumb argument because i think i do think herbert's better but i think both guys are good and it doesn't ultimately matter <laughs> that herbert i think is slightly better than Tua, but it's this become one. a it's become a big thing on football Twitter with everyone getting angry at everybody else and it sure and, has. And, Dolphins uh, Twitter has weirdly become the most toxic fan base over the yeah. last year and a bit, which is weird. Like Dolphins, they're fans mad be about better, the man. Thing. They're mad that everyone was like destroying them for for passing on Herbert, which 
Yeah. I, and this is what I said. Herbert, I, I think, is going to turn out to have a better career and, and be a better quarterback than Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Mm-hmm. But I, if the Dolphins had taken Herbert in the moment, I would have raked them over the coals. So I can't sit here and be mad at them. Like, I yeah. think that they made the right decision in the moment. Um, but, jeez. Uh, yeah, because you and I did not have Tuber, like, to Herbert graded well coming out of college because he was so wildly inaccurate in college. Yeah, there's exactly. no, pro- like, the, there's no... Oh, oh, big big guy with the big arm who can't be accurate. Like, yeah. we've seen this player before. It typically doesn't work out, and it worked out this yeah. time and good for the Chargers. Yeah. That said, the argument that, hey, wait a minute, two is winning games. What's Herbert up to? Like, yeah. two is in a much better situation. Much better yes. situation. Yeah, but smarter coach, I, I, better I guys around him. That part of it, I just do yeah. not understand that people want to be so angry about the idea that there are some football writers that think Justin Herbert's really good. Like, did you see the throw he yeah. made to Keenan Allen last week? Like, that was oh. Justin Herbert's nutshell. Makes this gorgeous throw, and they lose anyway. Yeah, did I see? Yeah, did I see it? Absolutely, I saw it because I the Raiders were one of my five. So when I saw it, I was like, "You got to be shitting me with that!" It was so beautiful, yeah. right? Like that, that. That to me is as good a throw as you're going to see this season. Yeah. That was absolutely gorgeous. I, and it was on like a fourth and ten, too, or something like yeah, that. And yeah. I was like, and how he's just does... Like, he's running oh. toward the sideline and throws, like, not quite across his body, but throws just on the run. dropping a bucket, though, game, right? And just oh. drops it right into Keenan Allen's hands 40 yards away. Oh, it was like, gorgeous. I yeah. hated it so much. <laughs> I, 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 felt like a, I was like a quarterback who has the ability to do that. That sounds good to me. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take the uh, the Chargers in this game. I, I want the point. They're one of my five. I got the charges of one of my five. Yeah. Charges uh, definitely my five as well. Yeah. I I I just there there is a chance that like the thing that I am very worried about though, I because I do think the charges are the right spot in this, but I will say the thing that I am very worried about is I the Chargers linebackers are gonna have a very hard time hanging in this game. Very hard time hanging in this game. If McDaniels and Tua got every all the ducks in a row on this one, yeah, could be a long day. But the Chargers we'll are still the right play. Yeah, you're you're right. We'll see. I I think that that's there's a possibility of that and the Dolphins coming in off a loss. I understand that too. I just my I think the Chargers are are okay, and I'm getting three and a half points in some spots to bet on them mm-hmm. at home. So yeah, okay, I'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. Last game, New England Patriots. This is the Monday Nighter. New England Patriots uh, and the fighting Mac Jones is heading to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Cardinals getting one and a half at home. Uh, Cardinals coming off a bye. Patriots coming off of uh, a bit of rest. So bo- uh, a bit of extra rest because they played the Thursday night game. So uh, both teams pretty much on the super rest for this one. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals, and they're going to be one of my five for I, I know it sucks taking Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury this late in the season, but Bill Belichick, for whatever reason, cannot handle running quarterbacks. That's it. I got, I got, I got the Arizona, I got the Arizona Cardinals getting points this game, and, and I don't think the Patriots are good, and they can't, they, they, they historically haven't been able to handle uh, uh, running quarterbacks, and also all the Cardinals are getting a lot of their receivers and whatnot back too. So hopefully that that means something. Yeah, Cardinals are one of my five, but there's a very good chance I'll bump them out Sunday morning for the for the San Francisco 49ers once I just go, what am I doing? <laughs> taking Cliff Kingsbury and whatnot on a Monday night. Also, I hate taking the Monday nighter in my five, too, because I hate being like two and two and then having to sweat the, 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 the Monday nighter. So ultimately, I think I'll end up. But for now, the Cardinals are one of my five. What say you on this one? 
I like the Cardinals too, but they're not in my five. But I think that's definitely the side on this one. On and if you go to DraftKings, you can get the full two points if you're so inclined. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. All right. So that is it for week 14. All that's left to do is to do our picks. You and I both four and one last week. Again, though, I would have been five and all if I didn't friggin' audible <laughs> that to the Giants. Uh, I still think the Jets was the right side. They should have covered it and they should have won. But what are you going to do? Say love you. Uh, Craig, why don't you kick us off for week 14? Sure. Uh, I am going to select the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles Chargers, uh-huh. San Francisco 49ers. Uh-huh. I'm going to take Seattle. Okay. I'm going to take Seattle. Okay. And uh, my last one, I, I got to do it. I got to take Minnesota. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, the first three were similar because I do ultimately think I'm going to take San Francisco. I'm going to join you with the Giants. I'm joining you with the Chargers. Uh, give me Cleveland plus the six. Give me the Broncos. They're going to be one of my five. And uh, the aforementioned Cardinals, although I'm pretty sure Sunday morning I'm going to swap out the Cardinals for the Niners. But for now, Browns, Giants, Broncos, Chargers, Cardinals for Matt Pierce. That is it for this week. Uh, we'll get Bill's picks. We'll tweet them out to you on, on the, uh, the at Empire 6 which is the uh, my Twitter account and the show account for uh, the the Twitter account for the show. Uh, that is it for uh, for this week. Crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. We're also on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, or pretty much any podcatcher out there that you happen to be uh, downloading podcasts with. Uh, please leave us a review on any of those. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. If you are hankering for something on the other side and you haven't uh, managed to check it out yet, we did do our Wakanda Forever review finally. Uh, so check that out. That'll be out there for uh, everyone to see. So uh, it's a double week, uh, a true crossover week from the crossover podcast as we did the both the comic side and the sports side. That is it for me, Craig. Thanks for doing this. Uh, we'll talk to you next time when we break down week 14 and discuss week 15. Take care, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time on the crossover podcast. <laughs>